0: well you know what we don't have to talk about if you don't want to uh,
1: we can just I mean I, I wouldn't mind talking to you about it,
0: but not podcast oh gotcha that makes sense yeah man that's no what leave me this all in the podcast by the way yeah and I'll just, we'll, just bleep <laughs> like, out. we'll
1: just bleep out the word <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Wizard Opinions. I'm Jesse Baxtrum. I'm joined by Kyle Mathis and uh we don't really have a plan tonight.
0: No, no plans. There can be no plans.
1: I like your new uh Skype profile picture.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh it you know, before I was installing Skype and it, it was seemingly forced me to add a photo and since I've installed Windows ten, uh I've only added like some backgrounds for my uh four K screen. Oh nice. Like so every once in a while some pictures will come up and um Anyway, that one that one was a wallpaper someone had, so I threw it on there, and it's it's pretty good, I think. Shia LeBuff La- LaBeouf is that accent? Shia yep, LaBeouf, uh, Stephen uh, the Beef, seemingly, seemingly like slam up dunking the earth with the quote, "Don't let your dreams be dreams." Um,
1: uh, it's nice, although I'll, I'll have to uh, insist, Kyle, we we anglicize names here on Wizard Opinions, so I I will right. insist that you call him Stephen the Beef. <laughs>
0: Steven DeBeef sounds yeah, was, good to me. I like your Star Trek shirt, by the way.
1: We don't stand up with that uh, that French stuff here.
0: Um, so uh, Prince died. Um, oh man, you're gonna leave with that one. Uh, <laughs> the thing about Prince is is that um, it sucks when anyone dies. But like, I, I was never I never really listened to a whole lot of his music. Like, I never was like, oh man, I'm just feeling like listening to a Prince album today. I don't know if people will hate me now or whatever, but. Figured I would share that.
1: Well, here's, here's the thing about people who are not already fans of Prince. And that is uh, that you would be a fan of Prince if you listened to the music of Prince that is not his, like, top hits. If you listen to a, like, pop oh, yeah. Prince hit, it's probably not going to do it for you. Because if that were the case, you would already be a Prince fan. But if you listen to some of his other music, is he he leans really heavy into, like, funk and blues and, and oh, real yeah. rock and roll stuff. Um, See, I
0: never listened to any of that, so I probably should.
1: Yeah, but his singles and stuff that make it to the radio are, are all real, like, they're pop songs, which is fine. Right. Which is good. Right. They're good pop songs.
0: Yeah, I always think of Little Red Corvette when I think of Prince.
1: Oh, man, that that's... See, everybody likes Purple Rain. I don't really like Purple Rain. I love Little Red Corvette.
0: Yeah, I'm that's the song I think about. Like, I don't think about the Purple Rain song either. So, I guess we share in that.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, so, if you uh, oh, got, go
0: ahead. You broke up on me. What did you say?
1: Uh, I was saying nothing. What's up?
0: Uh, you you been playing Dark Souls? Nope. Or no, me neither. I think I'm going to at some point if I can find some time, but
1: I I don't have the have time, p- and I'm not interested. Uh, all my video game time has been spent in Kerbal Space Program.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've noticed you've played I've that. I've been playing a lot, lot of it, like, actually. I actually haven't I been like... playing
1: a lot of it, but that's because I realized, like, okay, I can only play 45 minutes of video games this week. I'll spend that in right.
0: I would love to see, like, what you got set up, because I kind of gave up on that game, because I could never, I couldn't get the traction I wanted, and I never could get the cash to really get going. I, I don't know, there's just something that I missed, like, in the UI on, like, how to get better, so... I could, like, get into orbit pretty good, but I never really could get past that to actually get on the moon and stuff. And I know that's probably, like, I mean, it's, it's extremely unsatisfying to hear the story of a man who tries to go to the moon and gives up, like, just getting into orbit. But <laughs> I think I'll go back to it at some point. But The thing
1: about Kerbal Space Program is the, the rocket ship that you first get into orbit with uh, probably won't get you to the moon. Uh, right. And that's probably because, in my case at least, because I always put way too much junk on it, uh, you should probably use a smaller ship. Yeah. That's what I re- like. No, the more you. experienced I got, the more I realized, like, oh, I am building way too big. Like, my ship won't go to the moon because it's too big. Because I have too right, much right. fuel it's... and I'm burning it all up <sighs> in atmosphere. Right. And then I get into orbit and I don't have any fuel left.
0: Yeah. See, I got to that point where I was like, okay, what's the best thing I can build here to make this work? And the best thing, like, I got to the point where I was like, my best results came from just like a huge, like just tower of fuel cells, like no fancy, <laughs> like four cylinders, just one stinking huge pencil and just to burst it into space and like no real flight controls or anything. Um, that was some of my best success. But like you, I started to find out like having that fuel is great, but you really will uh, slow yourself down. Um, or throw yourself out of control if you don't watch out. But yep. it's it's a good game though. Like I just you know I need to dig into Preci- it. You know, I have like and, and also realizing like how
1: like. important precise control is to getting into orbit and still having fuel left.
0: Yeah, see, I, I can't remember if I had like those like this is certain you had to have like a captain to get like the auto controls right where they can yeah. like kind of. You have to have a
1: pilot, up. a pilot kerbal. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's so many Curbins that have died. I don't even know if I had one. I'm trying to think of my last <laughs> game, but
1: I have a lot of Curbins stranded right now on the two moons. <laughs> uh, Bring them home, fact, man. It's like I have contracts that I want to fulfill, like I have a space station, and one of my contracts is expand your space station to fit 15 Kerbals, and I'm like, well, I have 15 Kerbals, it's just like half of them are on the moon, and half of them are on the (laughs) second moon, and the rest of them are just kind of floating off in space somewhere.
0: How stressful would it be if they gave you a time limit, like, this Kerbin will die? You do get
1: time limits for missions, but not for, like, the actual Kerbal. Like, he'll float out there in space forever, unless you crash him into something.
0: Are you going to go get the ones on the moon, or are you just going to leave them Oh, yeah, I'm
1: totally going to get them.
0: Good. That means you're a good person, I think. Well, Um, no,
1: it's just I don't have the the money to spend to buy more Kerbals. Okay. (laughs) So I don't have the money to buy more uh, people to put in my space program, so I actually do have to go get them, because there's, like, seven of them on the moon right now. They're all in one place, though. I've got them all in one place, so I can get them back real easy
0: good deal very good deal um what else is new man
1: well prince died
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's a bummer well you know uh the old lady from everyone loves raymond died <laughs> and she i think did. that's more important to us since we actually do podcasts with ray romano sometimes yeah he's
1: unfortunately uh, couldn't join us he's mourning his loss
0: right it's he's the artist formerly known as mark park but uh I like to think of him as Ray Romano. Or wait, is that his name on the show? I can't remember.
1: his na- I think his name is Ray something Italian. That's pretty good. Oh, so here's something we could talk about. I went to see a movie uh, recently that really surprised me. Yeah. Uh, and it was great. And that All is, right. I went to see Zootopia.
0: Oh, what a fantastic
1: it's movie. It's so, so good. And I am going to say right off the bat, like, let's, all the cards on the table, Disney has gotten really, really good at, uh, making sexually attractive animals and putting them in movies. Like, they've gotten really good at making some just real, real, uh, f-able anthropomorphic <laughs> mammals. Or reptiles. I don't know what you're into.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um. I guess you could go there if you really wanted to. I know you play with that face game a lot. I did I did Zootopia? I went there, dude. That's uh, yeah. They're they're definitely turning animals into into straight up humanoids at this point. And I thought we were going to talk about other things of that movie. I haven't oh, really explored that part it was of the Hilarious, my-
1: very very funny. Like I thought the sloth joke would get you know it's usually when you have jokes that are in the trailers for movies then you watch the movie and it's right. not that funny i laughed at the sloth thing every single time i knew it was coming every time didn't care it was hilarious it was great and yet
0: yeah, that's a joke that lasted like good like five to seven minutes and it didn't get old at all the entire time it was, it was incredible. it was
1: pretty good <laughs> People yeah, at home have don't a, have a camera, have a you can see
0: the smile on my face. That was a good joke. Yeah, it was <laughs> uh I have a coworker who uh saw it. He's this Indian guy named Rohan and he's like, Hey Kyle, he's like hey, you want a good movie, it's Utopia. I'm like, Really? He's like, Yeah, it's very good. Just go see it, go see it. I'm like, All right, all right man, I'll go see it. So um if Rohan ever listens to this, I'm sorry man, you're awesome. Don't don't be offended by that. What I just did there. But um but yeah, no, I was like, Yeah, Courtney wanted to see it and um so I went to see it was great. Loved it. Um Super solid story. I mean, the story was good. The jokes were great. Yeah, the acting it was, was fantastic.
1: Good. The animation was very attractive to me. Yeah, yeah, that's,
0: that's awesome. <laughs> Let me pull up some pictures and see if I can get something going over here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. What's no, the main was, character's name?
1: Really, it was creepily. It was the way it was animated. Was it just blew me away how advanced we are now? Like how far we've gone.
0: Really? I'm, I'm not i really... I was
1: really blown away by the quality of the am- animation.
0: Yeah, it's really good. That's so funny. Uh, that Shakira were...
1: was even funny in it.
0: The gazelle. Yeah, the gazelle, the gazelle. Yeah, that
1: was that was a good joke.
0: Dude, how, like you were like you're attracted to the rabbit. Excuse me. You're attracted to the rabbit, girl.
1: Kyle, I don't know. I don't know where this is coming from.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand. Like Jessica Rabbit.
1: Look, I saw Space Jam at a very developmental age.
0: Oh, dude, you know what? Space Jam.
1: They're making another Space Jam.
0: Yeah, I'm down with that. Dude, Space Jam is that chick from Game of Thrones. Um, What? They're the same person. Uh, That that girl (laughs) Space Jam and the
1: chick from Game of Thrones are the same person.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're the same person. Who's that chick? Uh, What's that person's name? Cersei? No, 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 no. no. It's the one who's the daughter. Arya Stark or Sansa. No, 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 no. It's the one that married... Uh, oh, it's been so long. Who's the Who's the horrible kid? Natalie so Dorm- that was Sansa. No, 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 no. Natalie Dormer. She was the other one. She's one of the... God, I can't remember. There's too many characters. Too many characters in the show. Dude, you know who I'm talking about. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Google Natalie Dormer. Natalie Dormer. She's the same person as that rabbit in Space Jam. She did the voice, you mean? No, they just look exactly the same. Google oh. <laughs> Natalie Dormer Space Jam. That rabbit... Is that actors, actress, like you would have thought they modeled. Hold on, hold on. Do a
1: Google image search on Natalie Dormer. She is making the exact same sideways smirk in every single photo on this
0: page. That's what she does. That's like her face. But like that's that rabbit in Space Jam had that smirk. Like they're the same face, man. Weird. I'm just saying Bugs Bunny is her dad. I don't think there was a parental situation going on in Space Jam.
1: Otherwise, I would make that movie a lot creepier.
0: So Michael Jordan was the dad.
1: Yeah, Michael Jordan was the dad. Uh Lola <laughs> was the daughter, and uh the whole plot of Space Jam was Michael Jordan needed Bugs needed Bugs Bunny to prove he was worthy to date his daughter.
0: Right. Wow. Whew, wow. That's dark. Bill Murray was in that movie. Bill Murray
1: was in that movie. He was good.
0: He did it behind the back pass. So was Newman. Newman was in that movie.
1: My favorite, One of my favorite lines from that movie that I repeat a lot as a joke about myself mm-hmm. is uh, there's a part where Newman finally gets in the game and he's talking to Michael Jordan. He's like, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Look, I know I'm fat, but I'm also slow.
0: <laughs> I as remember that. Joke. I remember that. Yeah, man. Newman. Newman. The Jurassic Mond Park Stars. Newman. In and, and Jurassic Park, he's Newman. His name's always Newman His in every New- movie. He's Newman, yeah. To me. No, yeah, it was Zootopia was a good movie and that's cool if you're attracted to it and all, but um it was <laughs> it was good. No, nearly Courtney...
1: like I just thought like the, the way the quality of the animation, like as in like what it looked like, but also the actual movement of the characters and oh, things was just movement, creepily perfect. good. Like I was really yeah. blown away. Like the little gerbils look like real gerbils. They look like real gerbils in little business suits
0: yeah they did it was fantastic I Um, liked
1: the godfather jokes that was great my wife and I have been making that voice to each other ever since we saw the movie
0: (laughs) Courtney really liked the part where um they started the howling with the The wolves (laughs) around
1: my wife really liked that too
0: yeah she really liked that part um
1: but I yeah, thought, I would like uh, to see uh, a the nudist camp, camp part was that up great at some point. Uh, when they went to the nudist camp. I thought that was fantastic for obvious reasons, but also <laughs> right. because of the uh, the panther that was on right. when it panned across. And it's looking at all these like gross, quote unquote, naked animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the panther is just sitting there on a bench doing exactly what cats do, which is like throwing a leg behind its, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> his head and licking his butthole. Yes, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious that they actually put that in the movie.
0: Yeah, that was that one was that part was a little risque. Like it was. That was I that. was like,
1: mm, this is really weird because none of these animals have genitals, but you're but, acting like they do.
0: But you're putting and genitals what, in my brain.
1: Yeah, like what is the genitals aren't there, but I can see them.
0: Right, exactly. Like you're forcing me to see animal genitals in the form of a human genitals. Like that's. That was the thing too, because it was like, so I mean, like. I'm humanized. surrounded by kids in the
1: theater, so I'm looking at them. And I'm like, "Did uh, I hope they don't leave here thinking that's what they're supposed to look like downstairs."
0: Right? Yeah. Now the kids will be confused about but that. Like, part no, of listen, maybe.
1: we're all. No, you're not supposed to look. Everyone's special.
0: Yeah, and uh, Chong was that guy. He was yeah, the...
1: Chong, Tommy Chong. He did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> like it Chong was great was... casting across the board. I was really impressed with that movie. Yeah. No, I'm, that's that's jokes for the purposes of this podcast. Yeah, okay, so really time funny. out, so time out.
0: Like, what? So, like, in the world of, like, sexuality and stuff like that, like, I
1: find I that... I wouldn't know and, anything uh, about that. I'm a Methodist. We don't have sex.
0: Okay, cool. That's... You should try it. But, um...
1: <laughs> so, Kyle, tell me, what's what's going on in Kyle's world? <laughs>
0: Oh, man. My world? So, you know, I work really hard. I've been working a lot lately at my job. My team has doubled in size. Our startup's just kind of blowing up right now, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's but that's good. Super stressful. I don't know if there's a lot of incentive for me to stay at it since it's, you know, like blowing up, but I don't know if I'll really benefit in the future from it. It's, I don't know, because I'm that still just a, a junior problem. there and I could probably go somewhere else and be mm-hmm. in mid-level probably, but... So, I don't know. I'm in this weird place in limbo. Like, do I stay or do I go? And I've decided to stay for a little while longer, like for a few more months and kind of reassess it since I, since kind of the Calvary came in to help. And I'm calling the Calvary like the two or three new people that have joined the team. Definitely has helped a lot on this, on hmm. yeah, I know like the that workload feels. and stuff. So, so yeah. So, I'm, you know, and, and two, like a lot of people that came in and brought me in on the front end, like they're no longer there. So it's a weird dynamic in that way. Oh. But, um, but yeah. So, like that's kind of been, like ninety percent of my life, and then and then you have Courtney, which is another part of my life, and she's uh she's almost done with school, man. We're almost done with school. She'll be done in August. She'll be a full blown MP, and um, that'll be great. Oh, wait,
1: is that uh, are you? Will will the Church of Scientology still allow you to be married to her then? <laughs> if she's an MP, you're supposed to scrub the MPs out of your life.
0: Oh wait wait, is it MPs? Is it MPs? I can't remember. Was it really MPs? Uh, I think it was was. Game Boy SPs. I think it was SPs.
1: (laughs) You got to clear the Game Boy SPs
0: out of it. I googled SPs, suppressive person. That's it,
1: right? Right. Oh my God! Yeah, man, I can't talk to her anymore. You're right. All you got to do is give us about seventy five thousand dollars. We can really help you get these SPS out of your life.
0: I am going to liquidate all accounts and all assets so that I can talk to my wife again. I'm going to, to liquidate all
1: my assets. So, how does seventy five dollars sound to you?
0: That sounds great. Yeah, actually, I'm kind of in the red, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so that's what's up with that, you know. And Corney and I, like, we we enjoy Nashville. There's a lot of cool things up here, but we've also considered maybe moving. Um mostly on the basis that rent is just obscene in Nashville now. It's just Is it really has it gotten bad? It's obscene. Like, um we've been in the same apartment for almost four years. When we walked into this apartment, it was like I want to say it was like eight thirty, like eight hundred and thirty dollars a month. It's just a one bedroom, and now that for us it's gone up to like ten thirty five. Four years later, and if we walked out and walked right back in, it'd be like twelve hundred bucks probably. So yeah. um it's are you, like are that you in like downtown Nashville? Are you in suburbs? What are we? So, I'm like in West Nashville. I'm definitely not like in a... I'm, I'm not in like a bad place, but I'm not like in a primo area. Um, there's like a little small town that's kind of middle of the road. It's like towards the west side of Nashville. And that's where I am. So, the rent kind of lines up with other places. But the closer you get into the city, it just goes up exponentially. So, so we're in a, an affordable place. place that we, we enjoy our part of town. We have everything we need like right here. But it's... Uh, I don't know, you know, and we're just kinda on the fence and we don't uh we don't know yet. But Well in terms of rents, Austin might not be that much better. <laughs> probably probably not. Unless you,
1: you live in like North Austin is pretty good. There's yeah. a lot of good places in North Austin and the rent's a little bit cheaper.
0: We well live the trick Austin. is like making sure the salaries line up with the rent. Like I don't mind high rent as long as the salaries match up and so you know that's that's really kind of a big deal, and we we've looked around and, and like we're just do we want to buy a house in Nashville? You know, that's the trick. Like it's so expensive, and the kind of house that we would get, we feel like we wouldn't really like it. We wouldn't enjoy it. It'd be something we really wouldn't want, but it would be a lot of money. So we just have some decisions to make in the future, and we can move soonish. We so are you like close to the university,
1: or a little farther south than that? Wait, what? Are you like close to the university, or uh, farther south?
0: Um, we're not, we're definitely not, we're like, uh, she's probably 15 minutes to, from the university. Like, we're like Highway 40 to the west. Okay. Uh, like, if you Google, like, Old Hickory Boulevard, well, that that goes all the way across. You can't, you don't need to Google that, but <laughs> don't Google that.
1: Um, just, Welcome yeah. to the Wizard Opinions Podcast, where we read Google Maps to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but I, so I work in the Batman building now, which is kind of cool in some ways, but also, like, you have to go, like, downtown every day and. Mm. And Courtney has to go to Vanderbilt, which is also close to downtown. So you know, we're just we're just kinda of burned out right now. I
1: try I've tried I've been very successful in Austin. Go driving north to south in Austin is very unpleasant. You don't want to do that. Uh traffic's terrible and I've been very successful at keeping my commutes east to west. Right. And that that's is good. living in East Austin and commuting to West Austin.
0: Yeah, that's good. I think Austin is way bigger than Nashville, right? <laughs> Probably I don't know if Austin has topped a million yet. I think I think you guys are way bigger than us, but the problem Austin is, is Austin's hard to nail down because of... it grows
1: by like ten percent. Yeah, it's bigger than Nashville. Austin grows by like ten percent every you know, couple months.
0: Yeah. Lately. That's the way Nashville feels. Like it's it's been it's cool.
1: Austin has it's... been exploding. There's tons of construction everywhere. The roads are all clogged because they can't right. build roads fast enough to keep up with all the people.
0: That's the way Nashville is. It's exactly is how Nashville. Really good is. In Austin, like, though. We don't really yeah, have can, a
1: metro rail system to speak of, but the bus system. Is yeah,
0: great. you can look in any direction in Nashville, and there's just cranes building, mm-hmm. like uh, huge, huge skyscrapers, like everywhere. It's well, just Nashville, really going. Nashville
1: up. was on our short list when we moved from Mississippi. It was probably either the D.C. area, Nashville, or Austin, and D.C. was too expensive, and uh, I found a job in Austin first.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were looking possibly Birmingham, Nashville. Austin or California. And California, you were like, eh, don't know, yeah, it's so Nashville, it's man. a cool scene. So.
1: I, I visited San Francisco recently with my wife because her uh, orchestra class was uh, going on a field trip there, and man, it's just... Like, as we were going on this driving tour around San Francisco, the tour guide is also, like, a real estate person, which makes sense because they know a lot about the neighborhoods and everything. So, right, you know, good as a real estate person and as a tour guide. And the things they were telling us, so we would, like, round the corner and be like, see this building? It's full of one-bedroom apartments for $3,500 a month. And we'd just be like, oh, my <laughs> gosh.
0: That's horrible. that's, You know, if you want to come to Nashville, you can get some for, like, twenty two to 2500 that are, like, not even... In like the city, like they're just kind of like on the outskirts. Well, then, in that
1: case, Nashville does sound more expensive to au- than Austin because like a downtown Austin, if you're buying, not renting, right, you'd probably do it for fifteen.
0: Oh, okay. really? See, that sounds great for like a
1: two bedroom. But that's if you're really? buying, not renting. If you're renting, you're probably looking at like for a one bedroom around fifteen hundred downtown. I think. Oh no, man,
0: that's that's way better than here. Like, um, you might could find something. It would be like. 400 square feet <laughs> it would be a closet i don't know if that's what you're referring to but they go for a lot um and i want to say i mean a lot of it i think is because like uh, vanderbilt has a lot of students and a lot of houses and apartments are shared and the rent split so it doesn't seem as bad maybe but um but yeah it's uh it's it's ridiculous um so i don't know we you know we've also like oh no it's like 1500 for a studio apartment downtown right yeah 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 but no, we're so we're just, you know, we don't know. We're on the fence. Like when she gets done, she can kinda work anywhere, and then for me it's gonna be probably in a few different cities. I can probably find find a job pretty easily with a decent pay. So
1: yeah, man. And she's a nurse, so she can work almost anywhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she'll be a women's health MP, and she'll actually, actually, for Vanderbilt, you know, Nashville is, like, a huge medical city, really, like, just healthcare everywhere. Um, A lot of huge corporations are healthcare, like, a lot of fat cats in town, like, billionaire guys, like, they're healthcare guys. Hmm. And so, like, there's a lot of healthcare in the city, and so, like, for Her job is actually specialized like with women. There's actually not a lot of openings in that field in this area, so they're already taken in a lot of ways. So, if we went somewhere else, um, she'd probably find it have an easier time finding a job. So, so yeah, we're, we don't know, man. Like, part of it, part of us want to just like move to like a city in Florida or something and just buy a big ass house and just. <laughs>
1: Did I tell you I bought a ukulele? Um
0: what about Rogue One, man? You gonna
1: I'm excited for Rogue One. I am. But let's go back to Zootopia for a second, because I wanna address <laughs> this the, PG, I wanna address G? the naked ele- elephant in the room, which is that uh Disney was actually like marketing this movie to furries. <clears throat> which really wow. surprised me. Like wow. they had social media oh campaigns where they were like <laughs> responding to people with my little pony avatars being like, yep, that's right. Come see this movie, um, which is you know, why if, I, I led with such a risque joke.
0: Why don't you uh, Google Zootopia naked and see what comes up in images? How about I don't? <laughs> Cause I just did. I didn't mean oh, no. to. Cause I was like, I thought I'd get pictures of the naked scene Mm-mm. and I, and I didn't. I got mm, rule 34. Right. I think, is that what that's called? I wouldn't know, Kyle. Isn't that the rule? What's that rule? I wouldn't you know what rule. you're
1: talking about.
0: Yeah, you do. Oh, there yeah, you do. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so um
1: and that and that leads me to another thing which is that uh if you've been following Twitter like I do, I'm a real Twitter savant. Yeah. You would know that the Tony the Tiger account has been re- responding to furries no, on what? Twitter but really really negatively. Like every time he gets he, the tony the tiger twitter account gets uh you know pinged with something furry related he's like look this we're a brand like please please don't we don't need this kind of stuff like really going out of his way to like you could just not respond these people or to these people or block them or something but going <laughs> out of his way to be like look listen we don't need that kind of stuff out here like please don't please don't talk to us about anything like that but then if you go to the chester the cheetah account Oh, if you go to the Cheetos Chester the Cheetah account on Twitter, reading over this it's an now. entirely different situation. Chester the Cheetah is way into what's going on with these people. So... And I figure it's because he's so cool. I guess he's got the sunglasses.
0: Yeah, I guess When you're he's that cool. cool, you can't uh, really, you know,
1: like, you know, put people down as much.
0: As I get older... um, Things get weirder and weirder to me. And I don't know if that's an Ooh, age thing. I don't thing. think that's
1: getting older. I think that's. Uh, or
0: it's the world I think like that's could access be, like,
1: to the internet. I think that's people is, gaining access to broadcast their uh, morbidity.
0: Dude, I got to say, um, the whole furry thing really does confuse me, though. <laughs> like, I just am baffled by it. And I, like, you know, I'm not knocking anyone. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. No, we're not, we're not here to kink shame. No, we're I'm just, just explaining saying, like, our points of view.
0: It's it's so credibly confusing to me. Like I, I have no, I don't even have like a meter or like a measure in myself to like reflect that like inwardly. Like there's a lot of like sexual things that there are orientations or opinions that people have. And like I got, I can always find like, some sort of meter or something like well, like, you know, how do I feel about that? Or a like gauge. put myself in their shoes. Right, right. Like I can like, like okay, a put myself you know what you mean. Like something relatable. Right. I'm like, can I relate like what is that? And like even if I get to the point where I'm like, you know, that isn't like that I've never had that, doesn't make sense, but like I can I kinda get it. Like I could kinda get it. You know, I'm not gonna just completely throw it out. I don't get well, it and that's my problem. Well thing like with this though, like I can't <laughs> I can't get it. I'm trying so hard to get it right now. Well,
1: I'm gonna give you a very short explanation. <laughs> okay. So, uh, a lot of people, like, overestimate the, the, the like, sexual side of the whole furry thing because it's funny and weird right. to, to us, uh, you know, white heterosexual Christian males. But, uh, right. like, so people tend to focus on that side of it too much because that's kind of the funny part of it. But here's what it really comes down to is, like, a furry is someone who identifies with them within themselves feels like they identify with a particular type of animal. And it's almost like they feel as if they, you know, that's their spirit. That's their spirit animal. That's who they are. Really. Like I deep inside myself really am a, whatever a gorilla. And it's, it's, you know, we, people make fun of them for wearing the suits and stuff like that. But what it really is about is like, you know, expressing, uh, you know, the traits of this animal that they really feel a kindred spirit with. Uh, whereas I just want to f- a cartoon rabbit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta clear my internet history. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, that's us. So, you guys going to stay in Austin? Like, you yeah. got a house, right? Like, you bought a house there.
1: Yep, we have a house here. And uh, I will say that my wife has been doing fantastic at her job. Yeah. Uh, she was really intimidated take, intimidated taking this job because it's, like, basically the best orchestra director position in the city. It's basically her dream job uh, that she was able to get. She controls the program herself and everything. But she was really intimidated because it's a, it's a very successful program with a history of, like, really high quality and stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, she just got done with her last competitions of the year, and she's gotten her three orchestras have gotten the best scores they could possibly get in every single category, like, completely blew it totally out of the water. Wow. And the orchestra director that taught there for, like, 30 years and built this really fantastic program, like, made a special trip to visit her and tell her how amazing her program's doing and all this kind of stuff. So I'm insanely proud of my wife and everything she's been able to do. That's awesome,
0: man. Like, she's – sounds like she's really killing it.
1: She's really crushing it. And the kids love her, which is, you know, it's really rare to be someone who is as – she is quite strict. To be a teacher who is as strict as she is but all the students still love her.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's called you respect, know. man.
1: Yeah, you always have problem people... kids here and there, but but someone who's that, those were always my favorite teachers, the teachers who were like you really couldn't, you know, like they didn't take any crap from the kids, but at the yeah. same time you really really liked them. Like they were those were always my favorite teachers and and she's one of those.
0: That's dude. That's so funny. Like I'm thinking of Lucific. I'm just imagining her like walking up to like a trumpet player and like smacking his hand. Well, she teaches strings, Kyle. With the ruler, so only strings. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what section of the orchestra she was teaching. My bad. So like the viola player. Exactly. Sma- and they're the ones the you hand. have to smack. So you got to pay it. <laughs> that's awesome, to the viola man. That's really cool. But that's yeah, really and cool. You
1: know, I even hesitate to say she's strict. It's just that she has her approach to it is so good because what it is is it's not like she's demanding and and very critical it's just that she has very high expectations of the student her her position when she's teaching and i've seen her talk to students and stuff is i know you're good i know you can do this so let's do it right i know you're capable of this so let's sit down and make it happen that's really which is not really strict it's more like you know just having high expectations and i think
0: that's uh I think that's what they told it's Roman coming. Reigns before he went out. <laughs> <in> WrestleMania. <laughs> I
1: know you can do this. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna talk about Shane McMahon. We're gonna talk about so much stuff.
0: Uh, that was that was good. I watched WrestleMania. I Had wow. to. Had to. Cause yeah, I was at Raw. Like
1: <laughs> <a month laughs> you can't before. go to Raw and then skip WrestleMania.
0: I went. To, yeah, it was a month before, so I had I might to. might go next up. year.
1: It's here in. It's in Dallas, Kyle. Oh, it's like no, two Dallas hours away. Dallas was this
0: year. It's in Orlando next year. Oh. It's in Orlando next year. Oh. Yeah, it was in Dallas this year. You missed it. Shit! <laughs> Did we go to Orlando, man? Uh, yeah, it. we can go
1: visit Jimmy. Go to WrestleMania. That'd be sick. God, that would actually be pretty awesome. That would be really fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you think I'm kidding? And Courtney would go too. Like, I she's would, not going to be a school time anymore. Like, she would have a regular job by then. I could probably like convince five, my wife like... to go,
1: but uh, we would have to hide the fact that we're not going to Disneyland. Like, I'd have to convince her we're going right. to Disneyland until we
0: got there, dude. But like, you, you go like a day. <laughs> It'd be expensive but we still get like a day like uh, I am not a theme park person man Oh come on dude like there's theme park I it you don't like down roller down coasters like, I stuff? don't like
1: standing in lines
0: Yeah I really don't on time of the year I hear you on that Disney, like you don't really have to stand in that many lines though if you do it right. That's the thing. That's and, like, why honestly, I was always cool with Six Flags because most
1: Six Flags don't really have a like, line yeah. problem.
0: Right. Yeah, and the thing is too, like when to you know we always get like the extra magic hours, so it's like two extra hours in the park, and there's not as many people, so you don't have to wait in line. Nice. You can just like do stuff over and over. But the thing is, like outside of that, like we really like ate a lot there. Like there's so much good food there. Like there's a lot of good restaurants and stuff. And so I don't know if people usually like do that. I mean, they probably don't, but. I don't know, man. We just kind of like it because it's a freaking fairy tale land. I don't know. It's kind of well, like warping. Uh,
1: I am trying to avoid vacations for the time being because honestly, I've taken too many and I need to not spend money on vacations for a while. Because <laughs> in the past year, I've been to LA, New York, San Francisco, uh, Washington, D.C. That's awesome. Dude. uh been You've been around. I don't know how That's many times. crazy. Miami, twice. What?
0: What'd you do in Miami?
1: Oh, uh, Elizabeth's sister lives there with her family. That's awesome. So, we went down to Miami, went to Key West and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, you need to settle down. See, like, we haven't gone anywhere because Courtney's been in school full time for, like, the past two or three years. So, like, we get, like, one week a year to actually do something. So, we usually, like, live it up in that week. But hopefully, it'll be more spread out in the future and we can hit some, some cool spots like Orlando for WrestleMania.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I went to Michigan in December also, so my friend was getting married.
0: Dang. Dude, you're a regular Joe. Like, you get frequent flyer miles and stuff.
1: Like, well, here's here's the thing is, like, in the th- four years before that, we maybe took two vacations. Yeah. So, this past year, we've just been like, you know what? We're, we're here. We'll, we're settled down. We got the house. We got the, you know, we're kind of in a settled place. Let's let's go do some fun stuff.
0: All right. And so, we I'm going to drop the question on you, man. Uh-huh. Um, kids? Yay, nay? No way? I'm sorry. Possibly? You're breaking
1: up. I'm sorry. Kyle? Kyle? Uh everyone we lost Kyle. I'm gonna see if I can get him back. This guy. I'm sorry, something something <laughs> went wrong. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Jesse. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wizard Opinions. Uh, You can uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, send us an email, wizardopinions at gmail.com. We love you. Goodbye.
0: Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog.
1: And, and that's that I, I was make trying to make that point before I, I made the joke about the uh, the rabbit, <laughs> which, which is, you know, like in, a, you know, the great majority of the furry community. It's not mm-hmm. about sexual stuff at all. It's about just right. like, it's it's like a, I a feel inside my heart that I'm a fox or an eagle or a whatever, right. and it just makes me feel good to pretend to be this animal. Because that's what I feel inside I really am. Now, I can't really relate to that myself, but I think it is an important distinction to make.
0: What do you pretend to be, Jesse? An adult. (laughs) (laughs) That's the same thing I pretend to be. That's crazy.